Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this hour of power. We are ready to run today into some warfare. But first, I want to remind you that we are in South Florida, guys. And this broadcast today is sponsored by the School of Spiritual Warfare. You can find that over there at schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. Some of you just need to get equipped to bust the devil. If you're having continued warfare and it just doesn't seem to stop, you keep getting knocked down, dragged out, you need to get equipped. Go to School of Spiritual Warfare at schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. If you're in the region, come on over to Awakening House of Prayer on Sundays. We have two different services. Listen. Two different messages, listen, two different worship experiences and two different opportunities for you to encounter God. Our heart is to see you live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply what I teach and you will see mega transformation. We have testimonies from all over the world. 1047 a.m. If you're not in the region, guys, you can watch that online at ahop.online, A-H-O-P dot online. Watch that throughout the week. You can also become an official Web Church member. Get official at ahop.online slash Web Church. Get more access. Get more prayer requests answered. Get more pastoral counseling. Get more virtual life groups. Get more. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Check it out, ahop.online slash Web Church. And of course, that second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. It's our remnant service, our deep equipping service. We're wrapping up that series on walking in the watchman anointing, but you can still watch it on demand over there at schoolofthespirit.tv slash watchman. And you can find a lot of other equipping opportunities over there for you over the last several years. School of Prophecy, School of Spiritual Warfare, School of the Seers, School of Deliverance. Get equipped. Invest in yourself. Listen, guys, today's devotion is from Evenings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. And today's devotion is titled, Turn to Me First. Turn to Me First. Not second, not third, not as a last resort. Turn to Me First. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I am more than you could ever need. I have more than you could ever want. I will do more in your life than you could ever possibly ask, think, or imagine. And the Lord says, so look at me first. Ask me first. Turn to me first. Give me first place in your thoughts, words, and actions. Consider me in all things because I consider you always. I love you, says the Lord. That's just, come on. Isn't he good? Isn't God good? Isn't that precious? Consider me in all things because I consider you always. Did you know the Lord is always thinking about you? You're always on his mind. You're the apple of his eye. He watches over you carefully. He's got your back. Come on. The enemy may be raging against you, but if God is for you, then what does it matter Who is against you? You have the victory. You have what it takes to overcome. God has put in you his spirit, given you his name, his word, his blood, his armor, his weapons. You got this. Come on, tell your neighbor, you got this. Today's scripture references Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, John 15, 15, and Psalm 1, verse 2. 
Now, today's uh, prayer starter from the devotional, you are more than enough, God, far more. I haven't yet begun to understand the depth of your resources, your grace, your wisdom, and your love. Help me to acknowledge you in all my ways. Teach me how to put you first in everything I think, say, and do. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you today. And we choose to put you in first place. We choose to turn to you first. We choose to acknowledge you in all of our ways so that you can direct our steps, so that you can direct our steps out of the warfare into the victory, so that you can direct our steps out of the sickness and into the healing, so that you can direct our steps out of the bondage and into deliverance. We thank you, Lord, that you've already translated us out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. We are light bearers, spirit carriers. We are the head and not the tail. So we celebrate you today. We praise you because there's no other God like you. You are the matchless God. There is no other God who is so, so good, who watches over us, who we can put our trust in completely. You'll never let us down. You will never let us go. You will never let us Jesus, lose a battle when we follow you onto the battlefield and use your strategy for success, for victory, and for triumph. God, help us today to be more sensitive to your spirit. Help us today to remember to acknowledge you in all of our ways so that you can direct our steps. You want to direct our steps. You chose to make that promise that if we would just put you first. <laughs> We would see greater good. We would see greater deliverance. We would see greater breakthrough because greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Help us to remember that God in the heat of the battle. Help us to remember that God when we're walking in a desert place. Help us to remember that God when we find ourselves seemingly stuck in the wilderness. Help us remember that your plans are greater. Your love is greater. Greater. Nothing shall separate us from your love. You have had, you have ha- you have us, you hold us in your hand, tightly in your grip, and no one, nothing can snatch us out of your hand. You've got us, you've got a secure hold on us. You'll never let us go. You'll never leave us or forsake us. That is the God we serve and we are so grateful. So help us to see you today, God, as you are. You are the faithful God. Even when we're not faithful, you are faithful. Even when we're not faithful, you're faithful. When you're you're looking down on us, you're looking down on us with eyes of love. (laughs) When you're looking at us, you're seeing us through the blood of Jesus. When you're looking at us, you're looking at us as in Christ. So help us today, oh God, to see ourselves in Christ, to understand who we are in Christ, to realize that we're more than conquerors in Christ, that the greater one, the Christ, the anointed one dwells on the inside of us, that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Help us, Lord, to remember who we are. 
We are who you say we are. We are the head and not the tail. We are above only and not beneath. We will lend to many nations and never have to borrow. That is who we are. We are free from the law, sin, and death. We are alive with Christ even now. We are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. We are born of God and the evil one does not touch us. We are far from oppression and fear does not come near us. Father, thank you that we are who you said we are and your promises to us. They're not only yes and amen. They're great and they're precious. You are a magnanimous God. You are a generous God. You are the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The silver is yours. The gold is yours. We are in covenant with you. Help us to remember that we are in covenant with the great and mighty, awesome Elohim, creator God, the Lord, the sword. We are in covenant with you and you will never break your covenant with us. Even if we stray from your heart, you will work to woo us back into the place you've called us to. I'm somebody, I'm just, I just see, so I can't get away from this. There's somebody on this broadcast today, probably more than one, that you feel like you've messed up too bad, that you can't get back where you were, that you won't advance like you thought you would. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. Repentance is a gift. All you have to do is repent. Ask God to forgive you for your missteps, your mistakes, your flat out rebellion. Ask him to forgive you. He wants to restore you. He wants to pour his spirit out upon you even now. He wants to break the condemnation off your soul, that guilt and shame syndrome that the enemy has you wound up in. The Lord would say to you today, release your voice of repentance and I will release my forgiveness over your life and I will wash you white as snow, says the Lord. You do not have to walk around in a shame syndrome, says the Lord. You do not have to walk around with the chronicles of condemnation being read to you day by day by the wicked one, the enemy of your soul, says the Lord. You don't have to walk around guilty. You don't have to walk around feeling as if I have shunned you, feeling as if I am displeased with you. For I love you, says the Lord, and I do not like some of the things that you have done, but I am willing to remember them no more. If you will repent, if you will cry out to me, I will wash you white as snow. I will throw your, I will, I will throw this into the sea of forgetfulness. I will choose not to remember it. And the Lord says, you must choose also not to remember it. You must choose also to put it behind you. You must choose also also to walk in the freedom that my son died to give you. You must make this choice. I've already made the choice, says the Lord. My choice for you and my portion for you is not guilt. It's not shame. It's not condemnation. It is forgiveness. So forgive yourself, says the Lord, for I have already forgiven you. The first time you asked me, I forgave you. Now forgive yourself and forgive others and cultivate a lifestyle of forgiveness and you will walk in higher places than you've ever walked before, says the Lord. Come on.
I break that spirit of condemnation off you right now in Jesus name. I interrupt the cycle of shame in your life in the name of Jesus. I don't know who I'm praying for this morning. I come against the voice of condemnation by the blood of Jesus. Come on. We plead the blood of Jesus against the condemnation chronicles. We plead the blood of Jesus against the shame symptoms. We plead the blood of Jesus against the gallows of guilt. Come on. We plead the blood of Jesus because the blood speaks a better thing. It's only by the blood that we have remission of sins. Come on. It's only by the blood that we are justified. Come on. It's only by the blood that we will be glorified in the sweet by and by with Jesus forever in heaven, the new heaven, the new earth. We will be present there because of the blood. It's only by the blood that we overcome. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and our selflessness. Father, help us to understand this morning the power of the blood. Oh, Jesus, the, the, the gift of the blood. Oh, Jesus, I push back this darkness called condemnation. We break your voice now in Jesus name. That rip of condemnation. Oh, God, would you blow it away? Would you blow it away? Would you let the wind of your spirit blow it away? The Bible says that times of refreshing come after repentance in the book of Joel. After they repented, catch this, after they repented, catch this, they were in in, in the midst of judgment, the locust worms had eaten up their fields. It was a terrible sight. Everything was going wrong. The enemy was pounding them and pounding them and pounding them and pounding them. And the Lord said, turn to me, rend your heart, not your garments. Turn to me with fasting and weeping and mourning. Turn to me and I will heal you. I will restore you. And then what happened? Israel repented. And what happened? He pours out his spirit on all flesh. Come on. God pours out his spirit when we repent. God brings times of refreshing when we repent. God sets the crooked things straight when we repent. God even helps us overcome our own past mistakes when we repent. And when we repent, it's a done deal. It's gone. It's over. It's as it never happened. It's wiped away from the records. God chooses not to remember it anymore. So, Father, we do. We repent today. Uh-oh, now I'm using that R word again. We repent today, God. We repent today, God, for whatever we've done that's grieved your spirit. Whatever we, we've done that's made us feel guilty, that's made us feel ashamed, that's made us feel condemned, that's made us feel unworthy. We repent we repent for the wrong words. We repent for speaking the wrong words. We repent for, for doing the wrong deeds. We repent for the gossip and the slander. We repent for sleeping in when you told us to get up. We repent for not saving our money and spending it in, in, in unwise ways and, and struggling financially because we didn't listen to your voice. We repent for sowing into false prophets and having that seed eat up by, by worms and, and locusts. We repent, Lord, forgive us. <laughs> forgive us, Lord. Come on. It feels good to repent, doesn't it? Forgive us of all of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Even now, God, forgive us completely head to toe. We cast our sin at the throne. We cast our, our, our life. We surrender our life to you. We, re we sign up again. We recommit to you right now. And that voice of condemnation, we say it has no place. Those gallows of guilt, we say, you know what? The enemy, that spirit of guilt, you can be hung on the gallows that you created for us. 
those chronicles of condemnation, we put them in the fire and burn them up. We will not read them again. We will not rehash our mistakes again. We will not continue to go backward thinking about what we could have done differently five years, ten years later. <laughs> we don't want to med med meditate on the past. We want to meditate on your beauty. So help us today, God, to receive your forgiveness, but to receive your love. Your forgiveness flows out of your love. And let your perfect love cast out condemnation. Let your perfect love cast out guilt. Let your perfect love cast out shame. Let your perfect love cast out unworthiness. Let your perfect love do what it does. Let your perfect love conform us into the image of Christ. Let your perfect love do for us what we need. We don't even know what we need sometimes, God. We don't know. We don't know how to pray as we ought. We don't know what, how, what we need. <laughs> we think we know what we need. We don't always know what we need. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus, to see you as love. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. Not just to see you as father, but to see you as love. Your word says God is love. Help us to see you, not just as savior. We want to see you as savior. We want to see you as king. We want to see you as judge. But Lord, right now, we need to see you as love. We need to receive your love so that we can love ourselves the right way and love other people as we love ourselves. We need to see you as love. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Help us to see you as love. <laughs> perfect us in love. <laughs> or perfect us in love. Mature us in love. Help us to understand what love really is. It's not an emotion. <laughs> not really. It's a choice. Help us, Lord, to choose to love you when we're going through the trials. To choose to love you. When we can't hear your voice to choose to keep on loving you, to keep on sacrificing our lives at the altar for you, to abandon ourselves to love, <laughs> to, to, to surrender ourselves to love. Come on. Who are you surrendering to? We pray Lord, we surrender to you. Who, who or what are you surrendering to? You're surrendering to love. Doesn't that make it easier? When you think of this in those terms, when you say, let's surrender to love, do, doesn't that make it easier? Doesn't that make it more palatable? Doesn't that make it less scary to surrender ourselves to love? Well, God is love. Doesn't that make it more palatable to say we're abandoning ourselves to love? We're making sacrifices for love. We're walking with diligence and, and, and kindness because of love. So, Father, we do. We surrender ourselves to your love today. And we commit ourselves to growing in grace of love, to growing in kindness, to growing in long-suffering, to growing, Lord, in your character so that we don't miss the mark as much, so that we don't have to continually get on and off this condemnation train. So that we don't have to continually feel bad about who we are. We are not what we do. <laughs> Help us remember our identity is not based on what we do for better or worse. Our identity is not based in what we do for better or worse. Our identity is not based on what we do. Our identity is based in who we are in Christ. Not who we are in the eyes of the world, but who we are in Christ. Not who we are in our own eyes, in the eyes of our colleagues, our friend, our families, but who we are in Christ. 
Help us to remember that. Help us to remember that. Help us to remember that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, let's transition now. I want to go into our next segment of the broadcast. When the enemy bears his teeth at you. I need you all to share this with somebody. Ping somebody into this room right now. Message somebody. Tag somebody. Do whatever you have to do all around the world to get somebody in this room right now as we transition. When the enemy bears his teeth at you. Let me get my sip of water. My sip of, come on, Rhea. You got it. You got it. Come on, Sheila. Sheila Palmer, you got it. When the enemy bears his teeth at you. What does that mean? Well, first, let's look at a scripture as we always do. This is our prayer teaching time. I'm going to give you a scripture, expound on it. We're going to pray. And then we're going to go into our next segment. After that, we're going to fellowship and prophesy. And God only knows what. Look at this in Psalm 7, verses 1 and 2. Yahweh, this is the Passion Translation. Yahweh, my God, I turn to hide my soul in you. Save me from all those who pursue and persecute me. There is none to deliver me but you. Now listen, don't let my foes fall upon me like fierce lions with bared. Can't you see how they want to rip my soul to shreds? Look at this picture that David painted of his enemy. Now, these weren't lions with teeth bared. He actually fought a lion. He fought a bear. He fought multiple lions. It wasn't just one time. Historians, Bible scholars say that, you know, it wasn't just one instance in all of his shepherding that he had to deal with a lion or a bear. He faced these fierce lions that were coming after his flock with bravery. And now here, here we see that David is comparing these people who are coming against him to fierce lions with teeth bared. Now we know that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. But sometimes the enemy metaphorically bears his teeth at you. David said, don't let my foes fall upon me like fierce lions with teeth bared. Imagine the sight. It would be frightening, wouldn't it? I was at a jungle. What was it? Lion jungle? Lion, lion. There's some place here in South Florida. I think it's called Lion Jungle Safari. Lion, some. Anyway, and we're driving down in the car. You drive through this park in the car, and uh, you see giraffes, and then you can feed the giraffes. You go up in this high place. Uh, but, but, and you see like all these different, you know, jungle animals and here comes this lion with his teeth bared and we, we, uh, I don't know how he got out where, where we were. I don't think he was supposed to be, but man, oh man, I want to tell you, it was like, it, I was in a car. And I'm like, dude, this, this dude's going to break my windshield. It was like, whoa, it was sudden and it was kind of scary. So we just kind of bunker, hunkered down until he walked away, but he bared his teeth. What does it mean to bear your teeth? Well, it's an idiom. It's a saying. It, it means that you, you're displaying your anger. You're displaying a, a violent or, or threatening reaction to or against something or someone. You see animals do this. You see wolves do this. You see dogs do this. Or, and they growl. 
It's to, it's to show one's teeth. It's to indicate a hostility and a readiness to fight. It, it, it's, it's, it's a threat. It's supposed to intimidate, right? And so when the enemy bears his teeth at you, that's a way of saying he is ready to pounce. He is trying to cause you to run away. He is trying to threaten you. He's trying to intimidate you. Come on. If you'll think about what you're thinking about, you'll start to these vain imaginations, this intimidation, these threats that the enemy releases at you. And when you discern them, you can do warfare against them. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're so grateful. We're so grateful that you have given the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. Father, you see how these demon powers are angry with us for Christ's sake. These demon powers, they hate us because Christ lives on the inside of us. Lord, you hear their violent threats. You hear their perverse intimidations. You hear and you see their plans and purposes against our lives. So, Father, would you help us not to bow to the intimidation of the enemy? Would you help us not to be afraid of the hostility of the demon powers that have arrayed themselves against us, ready to fight, ready to steal, ready to kill, ready to destroy? Would you help us, Lord, not to bow down to the, to the, to the, to the devices of the wicked one? In Jesus' name, give us a holy boldness. Give us a courage like Joshua had. You told Joshua, be strong and courageous. You wouldn't have told him that if you didn't give him the courage, if you didn't give him the grace, if you didn't give him the power and the wisdom. So Lord, give us the courage, give us the wisdom, give us the power, give us the grace to face down the enemies that are blocking our entrance into the promised land. Lord, we want to glorify your name. We need to glorify your name on the earth. We want to show the world that Jesus is alive. We want to demonstrate a victorious church. We want to walk in consistent triumph, consistent breakthrough. So help us to stop fleeing from the enemy and instead help us to turn the tables on him. <laughs> the Bible tells us clearly, re uh, submit yourself to God, resist the devil and he will flee. But Father, so many times we have fled from the battle line. We have, this, we have chosen to flee from the enemy because it seemed like too much. Sometimes we didn't even know it was the enemy. We just ran out of an opportunity. We quit a job prematurely. We left a church without asking you because the enemy was soaking our souls with vain imaginations, lies, threats, intimidations, rejection. Jesus, would you help us today to stop bowing to these other voices, voices that come from demons who have their teeth bared. They're ready to pounce. They're roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. We do today that he will not devour us or ours, that he is not allowed in our midst. He can bear his teeth all he wants to. We bear the kingdom. We bear the spirit. We bear the weapons of our warfare. We bear the armor of God and we will release the kingdom everywhere around us until the enemy gets the hint. We will submit ourselves to God fully, abandon ourselves to love. <laughs> we will do it for the glory of Christ. We will choose to submit ourselves to you and resist this teeth bearing demon. We will resist the threats. 
We will resist the intimidation. We will resist the angry remarks. We will resist the hostility. We will not let the devices of the enemy overtake us. We're not going to fall for this again. We're not going to run from the battle line again. We are stronger this time. We're wiser this time. We see the mistakes we made in the past. And we are stronger. We are better. We are wiser. We are readier. We are prepared to win this time. Oh, the enemy may have bared his teeth at us in the last season and scared us, caused us to lay down our weapons, run, hide in a cave, but not this time. We are ready now. This next time, we're going to do it God's way. We're going to go forth with, with a confidence, a holy boldness in the authority of Christ. He gave us his very own authority that we might trample on certain scorpions and nothing deadly shall harm us. So I thank you, Lord, that when we follow your leadership into the battle at hand, that nothing shall by any mean harm us, that you will inform our progress every step of the way. You will tell us when to turn to the right, when to turn to the left. You will give us your battle plan and we will win. We don't want our lives to glorify the enemy because we were too afraid to fight. We don't want to forfeit the battle. We don't want to walk away in defeat because we wouldn't swing the sword. But we're ready now. We've made mistakes in the past, but we're ready now. We're stronger now. We've got, we're mission driven now. We've got a purpose in mind. It's called victory. It's called breakthrough. It's called glory to God. For our past defeats don't glorify Jesus. But our future exploits, they're going to glorify the king. They're going to prove that Jesus is alive. They're going to demonstrate the power and the authority of God Almighty through us. So thank you, Lord, that you have equipped us for success. And when the enemy bears his teeth at us, we will not flinch. Come on. We will not flinch. We will not turn the other way. We will not walk the other way. But we will speak to that tooth-bearing demon, being intimidating. And we will tell him, get behind me. Go from me. I take authority over you in Jesus' name. All your intimida intimidation tactics are bound and broken. All your threats will fall to the ground. But the word of the Lord never fails. So we will speak your word in every battle. And we know that you watch over your word to perform it. Therefore, we cannot lose. When we put your word in our mouth and release it with a faith and a confidence, the enemy will shudder, shake, and flee. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory be to God. Come on. Glory be to the living God. You're ready. You might have misstepped in the past season, but you're going to do a double step in the next season. You're going to go into the enemy's camp and take back what he stole from you. You are fierce. You are more than a conqueror in Christ. You can do this. Greater is he who is in you than who he was in. Don't let that devil intimidate you. He's all talk, smoke and mirrors, flapping his jaws. Don't give him your ear, please. Don't give him a moment of your time, please. He's not worth it. You know, the only worthy one is Jesus Christ. He is worth it. He is worthy. Whatever pain, whatever suffering you've gone through at the hand of the enemy, he's going to make it up for you. It made you wiser. It made you stronger. It made you better. He works all things together for the good. Always. Whatever you've suffered, whatever you've lost. <laughs> Is nothing to be compared to the glory that Christ is going to reveal to you. Amen and amen. Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
God is good. Listen, people's lives are being changed all over the world by this broadcast and through our trainings and through our schools. I want to read you a quick testimony to build your faith before we go into the next segment. Here's one from Tara. She says, my youngest daughter, who hasn't spoken to me in about three years, called me yesterday and apologized for her actions. I believe this was a big breakthrough. <laughs> and, God, and, 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 and this has bro break, broken the curse between the relationship. Hopefully she'll continue to heal in her heart. Listen, God is doing amazing things. If you have a testimony to share, send that over to support at jenniferleclair.org so that we can understand and know how we're helping you. It encourages us and it encourages other people. Amen. We're going to transition into our fellowship time here in just a minute. I want to remind you of a couple of things. Follow me on TikTok, guys. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. I'm trying to hit that thousand mark so we can do some innovative stuff over there, including live broadcasts. But if you're on TikTok, follow me. My handle is at Jennifer LeClaire. Amen. Also, I want to tell you that we are launching a new podcast soon called Praying the News. And I want you to go over. It's going to be really pivotal. It's going to help you to pray over world events, local events, national events. It's going to have prophetic insight into what's going on in the world right now. It's not political, but it's powerful. I'm not a political prophet. I'm a governmental prophet. I don't get in uh, too deep to all these political debates. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about what heaven is saying about the earth and how we can prepare ourselves and prepare our people and go out and get souls saved. Wherever you listen to a podcast, whether that's Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts, go over there and go ahead and subscribe to that. It hasn't, it, it's, the trailer is up right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait a few weeks to launch the official broadcast so that enough of you are already locked and loaded with it. So if that sounds good to you, listen, I've been producing news for 30 years. I'm going to release uh, top news stories with a prophetic perspective, helping us to understand the signs of the times and how to pray. Go over there wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget and go ahead and subscribe to that podcast. It's everywhere podcasts are played. Listen, I want to share with you uh, just 30 seconds on how you can sow into this ministry. How you can sow into this ministry. I want to share in 30 seconds how you can do that. You can go over there to jenniferleclair.org slash missions. jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You can become a partner there. You can help us to dig water wells in Africa. You can help us to rescue sex traffic victims off the street. We're doing so much, and we want to do a lot more. So partner with us so we can continue uh, to partner with ministries in the nations to reach people for Jesus. Amen. You can also use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books, dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the text to give. You can text the word pray to 754-701-261. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Come on, Denny. That's right. Amen. You can use the uh, PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire, and you can use the P.O. box. Anything you want to send, you want to send a Starbucks card, you want to send a testimony written out, uh, you want to send a, a check, a money order, a gift, send that to P.O. box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303, P.O. box 30563, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Remember, today's broadcast is sponsored by the School of Spiritual Warfare. Some of you need to get equipped. 
you know, it's just uh, one of those things where <laughs> it's an ongoing education. You know, we, we don't get all this on a Sunday morning. We got to press in. If you're interested in learning more about spiritual warfare, uh, there's I think we're on year four of School of Spiritual Warfare. Maybe it's year three. We've been doing this for years. School of Spiritual Warfare, you can take individual classes that deal with your particular situation, or you can just enroll in the whole year at a time at schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. One more announcement, and then we're going to transition into our fellowship time. Warfare School. Actually, two more announcements. One of them is our New Year's Eve service. I'm going to be releasing the word of the Lord on uh, New Year's Eve. If you're uh, not in South Florida, get your tickets. Fly down. Uh, you can come. There's no charge to come. You just have to get yourself here. Uh, and I'm going to be releasing what's God saying in 2022. What is God saying for 2022? Go ahead and sign up for that at jenniferleclair.org slash eventbrite. And you'll find the, the uh, you'll find it there, jenniferleclair.org slash event, event. Sorry, it's jenniferleclair.org slash events. I'm looking at my event, right? Jenniferleclair.org slash events. All right, go over there and sign up for that. How do you sign up for the podcast? I just told you, sweetheart, you got to go wherever you listen to podcasts, you sign up. You go over to Spotify and it'll say, have a button that says follow. And you can go over to iTunes and, and there, and if you pull up the podcast, it'll, it'll have a button for you to subscribe. Um, and so it's, you know, I'm not on each platform right now that will have in front of me, but if you pull up the podcast, praying the news with Jennifer LeClaire, uh, you'll find it. And then you can go ahead and listen to the trailer. Uh, and then you can, there's a, I know on Spotify, there's a follow button because that's where I listen to my podcasts on Spotify. There's a follow button on iTunes. I'm sure there's a subscribe button. I'm sure there's a, or wherever you listen pocket, just go check it out. That'll really help you. And I think that was it for my announcements. Amen. God is good. If you're in South Florida, come over to Awakening House of Prayer. We're in Lauderdale, Sunday mornings at 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Guys, I really need you to help me get the word out about this new podcast, okay? Uh, it's going to be really pivotal for the times that we're in. So please do figure out how to subscribe. Uh, we'll go ahead and try to uh, send instructions on that via email at some point. Amen. But it's, it's really going to be helpful to you. Uh, now and then I'll interview somebody to get their perspective. And uh, you're going you're gonna to love it. Check out AwakeningPrayerHubs.com, our prayer movement. Find a hub, a hub, join a hub. I will see you on tomorrow. Remember, I'm heading to Dallas on Sunday for the global for the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders and the Global Prophetic Summit. I'll be speaking on the main on the main platform, the main sanctuary, Saturday at four ten. And you're not going to want to miss that message. I'll see you then, guys. See you tomorrow. Bless you.